0: one day i would do it real big all right so my guy julius thomas Trimble. so julius i know you as one of the most creative people i've ever met uh and you've always pushed past creative obstacles and you know, basically with a brilliant strategy and execution and just watching you raise an immense amount of awareness around the things that you were doing, even in college, it was just awesome for me to see. And I think you're pretty masterful in a lot of ways. Um, but we're going to jump around into different topics today, but before we dig into all of those things, could you tell the listeners, um, you know, what you do and, and, and what you're all about?
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much. Um, first and foremost, Robert. Um, oh, for number sure. one, uh, I am we. Uh, we all are a product of our environment and accumulation of life events to this present moment. So when I ask like who I am, like I simply must respond, like I am my community. I, I'm made up of two, two loving, very loving, very inspirational parents, uh, uh, inner, a tight knit inner circle, and extended family, I have a group of uh, very positive, very blessed, motivated friends uh, to keep me company as well. And so, yeah, so I, I am my community. But what I do, uh, I am a licensed financial professional. But but I do many, many, many things. Um, but they really can all be kind of traced back to one thing. They all can kind of can be categorized and and back to one. And what that is is that I'm a leader and I'm an advocate for self-love. Uh, I help people believe in themselves, invest in themselves so they can become their best self. Uh, ultimately, I, I believe that, you know, as everybody working their own vision and their own plans, that collectively we can become a better society of stronger individuals together. Um, so so whether you're asking, um, and we're talking about financial literacy, purchasing your first investment property, your first investment property, or uh, or where are you talking about inspiration? I'm here to help you be you.
0: Love that Julius, Um, financial professional that just focuses on the community, I love that. Um, So, you know, before all of these things started, could you tell us a little bit about young Julius, what you did and how you were growing up um, and what led you to becoming who you are and what you're doing today?
1: Uh, Well, like I said, well, quick fact, actually, um, uh, I go by many names, many names, um, JT, Julius, uh, Jew, more life. <laughs> um, but my actual legal first name is Julius Thomas. Like my first name is actually two first names, it's Julius Thomas, um, because I was named after both my father and my grandfather. My father, Bishop Julius Calvin Trimble, um, and my grandfather, uh, Thomas Granberry, uh, who's an entrepreneur in his own right. Uh, he was actually the first Black registered electrician in the city of Chicago in the 1950s, um, and he, he helped did a lot of great things. I um, also, uh, also coined the name Young Julius at, at one age, so, uh, so like I said, you call me many, many things, man. Just just make sure you call me, man. That's, that's okay. <laughs> um, but to tell you about who I was growing up, um, and very simply, I was persistent. Uh, I was persistent, I was creative. Uh, I was always always been myself. Um, I will tell you a quick story that kind of sums up kind of my childhood, uh, quick anecdote. They say like the first memory that people have is around like the age of three, three years old is like the first time like people remember something um, at an older age. Do, Do you recall your first memory? I don't know, not really. Not really, <laughs> it kind of fades. Like I say, you probably, if you really thought about it, like the first thing, you probably like, you know, on the playground or something like, or something whatever. Like but that. like, there's usually like something that, you know, if you, you would think about it, like, what was the first thing, whatever. Um, but my first memory, my, the reason why I remember these two stories, one is my mom tells this one story very often. And so uh, the first one was, I was at my uh, aunt's house, my aunt Constance's house, and uh, I was drawing, I was doing a drawing. And uh, my mom's friend came by and she was just like gassing me on. she was loving. She was just like, oh man, this is so awesome, man. This is like, this is so wonderful, man. Um, yeah, can, can I have one? So I was like, $1. <laughs> that, that was my first story of um, entrepreneurship uh, creating. Um, but then my first real memory uh, came like the one, the one that I think about uh, most often uh, happened also when I was three this was the the summer of 91 and uh i was in cleveland ohio in my parents crib and i remember us watching uh the chicago bulls play the los angeles lakers and in, in the finals and i just i just remember like it was yesterday like uh i i remember i was i was standing in front of the tv and i saw michael jordan's iconic that reverse layup and so forth and i remember specifically because like my whole family was sitting around watching my dad, who's a Chicago native, huge Michael Jordan fan. I just remember him doing this like all day. Like I, that's just like distinct <laughs> in my mind. We were all like cheering and watching the stuff and everything. But I just remember my dad, you know, doing motion in his layup and so forth, you know. And now, you know, as an adult and all throughout, you know, that's one of Mike, Michael Jordan's like biggest moments that, you know, you think of and stuff, whatever. So it just it's something that always stands, stands out to me um, in my mind. Um, it's kind of a cool, interesting story about me. But to sum it up, my childhood and two stories, three things, um, creativity, entrepreneurship, you know, and greatness. Um, and like I said, I could elaborate more um, and kind of talk more about like, but it was, it was really more all the same. Um, I was given a lot of avenues and paths to success uh, at a young age. I, I was given like teachers, mentors helped me uh helped me with my schooling helped really kind of focus on my creativity um in those areas um i even was able to paint a mural of martin luther king jr in my high school it still stands to this day wow. um i was also given a lot of ap- uh, partners and people to partner with like kind of hurt my start my early uh, entrepreneurship businesses as well so like um sold candy by the thousands like we did that um a few <laughs> years in, in, in high school then also went and selling sneakers on eBay, you know, when that was kind of a new thing and so forth. So, uh, you know, to really kind of like to say like, you know, I, I always kind of had a, a group of people um, doing great things, people who look like me. Um, so, you know, black excellence. So, you know, it was always always good, um, always good being around like the people who really kind of helped raise me. And, um, and that really always gave me kind of a sense of self and confidence in self. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it really only makes, only makes sense now that, you know, we're able to pay it forward now, you know, as adults. That's awesome. Dang, that is, that is so
0: awesome. I feel like you really had an amazingly colorful, like, time growing up. So, um, that's, that's super cool. And I feel like that makes sense because when you, the fir- I think one of the first times that I saw you on campus, you just had this, like, brilliant presence and no one, it was really unmatched, honestly, and I feel like you always gravitated, like people always gravitated toward you, and um, I don't know if you've played football or something, you, you know, you still had these broad shoulders. I'm like, yeah, listen to <laughs> <One> year. <laughs> 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 but I like this dude is a monster. Um, but so when we think about you know insurance or even financial literacy overall, um, some people may not necessarily get excited. But I know for a fact that if you're doing it, it's definitely something that's impactful and lucrative. So um, you know what's what's the thing that you think most people kind of miss out on when it comes to insurance and insurance plans and things like
1: that? Um, you know that's an excellent question um because you're right like it's it's a lot of people who miss missed the boat on a lot of things just be like saying and and just need to be made aware of what's out there and so you know I once heard communication can save a nation you ever heard that before that phrase yeah. uh-huh. um I actually just recently heard it um somebody saying but I know I'm like yeah that's not news guy. well <laughs> I believe miscommunication and misinformation results in stagnation The reason most people are hesitant about anything is because it's it's most often misinformation. Because we all knew better, we do better, right? So the biggest misnomer and cause of confusion with many people in insurance plans is the difference between term and permanent insurance. Many confuse all insurance policies with term or temporary policies that don't offer the same tax code and saving benefits. Most people believe insurance only pays your loved ones when you pass away. That's like most often term insurance or temporary insurance plans that are designed to only pay benefits to your beneficiaries if you die during a specific term or time. They're temporary, only offer coverage, like while you work at a, a job or employed at a company. So, like, you know, it's only over a specific period of time, it's like a term. Or temporary, which is mostly office. Like if your job offers you life insurance policy or something like that, it's only while you're working there that that life insurance policy will pay out a, you know, a death benefit. But there's there's no tax code advantages. There's no anything additional, no cash value associated with those temporary intern policies. Now, permanent life insurance allows you, the living owner, uh, access to these growing assets you've invested invested in your own discretion. Whenever needed. So you have access to the money that you're depositing into your, your permanent life insurance policies that is going up with the market, mind you, as well, but that you can take out at your own discretion. So it's, it's really like uh, a, a financial tool for you to set aside money safely. Uh, permanent insurance policies are true financial vehicles that they're basically designed to do three things help you save, protect, and grow your income.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like you are
0: very well versed in this information. Um, how did you amass so much information regarding like insurance and financial literacy?
1: Uh, well, like I said, uh, when I talked about I am my community, well, mm-hmm. that, that's the answer to that question. Like, I, I defer to people of greater knowledge um, to get my knowledge. In all aspects and everything that I do, and so in financial literacy and in the insurance field, like I have a team and partner and people I work with who've been doing this for decades and have been, you know, helping families for you know for long, longer periods of time, and um, and they're able to pass that knowledge down to me and disseminate the information. And like when I'm able to take in things that make sense to me, I just get real passionate about them and want to share them. And so um, that's kind of where I'm at as far as you know, I've got a team that I defer to, and I work with. Um, when it comes to these things and they educate me and they help me, like I said, you know, be educated so I can, you know, share, share this information with other people who need it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I really like
0: the fact that you're so passionate about it, because I feel like that's what helps draw people in. Because if if you don't know (laughs) what you're talking about, it's like, oh man, I don't want to listen to this guy. But I think um, the way that you eloquently outlined all that information, it just, it was easy for me to understand it. Um, and I'm just like appreciative of you just sharing that information. So, um, you know, I know that you do a few different things and you're a really, really busy person. Um, you know, some people call it a multi-potentialite or a renaissance man. Um, why do you think you have so many balls? Well, why do you like having so many balls in the air? And how do you manage your work-life balance, if, if you can at all? <laughs>
1: uh, well, thank you. Um, thank you. Um, but, you know, I actually think that you really could call most people multi-potentialites or renaissance mm-hmm. men and women, um, if you think about it, uh, because we all like different things. Like, we're all good at different things, you know what I mean? Like, you, you right. can be, you know, a great father, a great brother, great at your job, like sports, you know, different things and stuff, and invest your time in all those things accordingly and be, like I said... I I think that a lot of people do a lot of different things, Um, and so sometimes we just don't give ourselves credit for the things that we're doing and we're good at, so like, um, but personally, I believe in diversification, like, why I do so many different, I believe in different diversification, I believe you got to invest your time into different things, different people, different stuff, Uh, because I, I think that's how you get the more complete, a whole life like i think that's how you get the most successful life possible in my opinion personally is um it's like i said putting your time in different places so you can learn more so you can be more um so you can be more complete because you know there's not one person one cookie cutter person on this earth there's not one person who only eats one thing three times a day you know like you know <laughs> we all are doing different things and like invested right. in different things and times and when, when you're able to like kind of tap into those things and you know i don't know you know everything is everything these things kind of they need to connect you know they need to flow right that's Um, so real yeah oh you're you're in how how i manage my work-life balance um yeah uh i mean like everybody (laughs) else you know one day at a time yeah no more life is my mantra uh because i believe you know every day is is a new opportunity. Every opportunity is a new opportunity for you to experience the good and the bad, for you to appreciate that, for appreciate those moments. Um, and so, you know, as long as, you know, as long as we take it in stride, it's all good. So um, there's another thing I, I, I live by, another mantra I live by. You might've heard of this one. Win the, win the morning, win the day. Um, I'm an early riser, uh, a big planner, I'm big on schedules. Uh, So, you know, I make the plan, work the plan, more life, man. That's how I do it. So one day at a time.
0: Love that. You know, and I think as an entrepreneur, um, it's really hard to stay even keel sometimes. I can understand that. And I feel like, uh, you know, you mentioned that you've been and a full time entrepreneur for a couple years now. Is there anything that you do on a regular basis to stay motivated? I know, um, you know, waking up early is important, but I feel like it's not always easy to do so. Um, what do you typically do to stay motivated?
1: Uh, yeah, motivation, man. Like, yeah, we all have to like motiv- stay motivated. Um, I think a good answer to that question um, is, you know, is, is a why. You always got to have a why. Um, first and foremost, I think. Mm. Um, But I, I, the first thing I do before anything, before even I get to my why, I stay grounded in my belief in God, his plan, his vision, like first and foremost, like that's Mm. what I do. Like I really trust and believe in God uh, and his ultimate like higher vision and so forth. And so that's exciting and motivating in itself to me. And um, yeah. And so like, that's, that's kind of like, as far as, uh, what I, what I search for or whatever, um, you know, I, I find so much motivational and so many spiritual things and, um, and even just nature and these things and stuff like that. Like, because I just, I really believe in God and I believe he's like the person kind of calling the shots and I'm just like running an autopilot anyway. Um, and so a couple of things, tangible things that I do, uh, music, I love music, you know, after prayer and meditation every morning, um, I got to put some good music on, you know, and that goes through the AM through the rest of my days to kind of push me out. So whatever. So, um, yeah, no, uh, I I also believe in self affirmations. Like Mm -hmm. I believe like we, we have to like, you know, we have to talk like good to ourselves and, and, you know, you have to believe it first yourself. Um, I already explained more life, which is key. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, like, I mean, speak it into existence yeah that
0: really i love that man and like i really feel like you are one of those people that follows their intuition their heart um and i think and and you you definitely follow um you just let god guide you that's beautiful um and so how do you feel yeah so with all of that how do you feel about the law of attraction do you think it's real and how do you implement that in your life
1: It's powerful, very powerful. Yes. How do I feel about it? Do I feel a lot of attraction is real? Yes. And every day, like every day, man. Like, I mean, seriously, you think about it. If you really think about it, like I said, we are accumulation of our life events, right? So like, Robert, like, can you, can you tell me, can you think about like, is there something that you really, really wanted, like really wanted badly in your life in the past? that you didn't get not necessarily not too many things honestly i mean i i i I feel like like a lot of people don't even look at that in itself of like like man i want to be in this city or i want to be in this apartment or i want like (laughs) you know like it's it's really like what you say is what you get and like you know and and that's why your words are so important and like especially the words to yourself like if you like man i I can't do this, man, I don't, man, it's like, I'm not this person, you know, like, none of that stuff matters, man, like, you know, what right. matters is what you believe, what you speak, what you go and what you go off of, um, you know, and so, yeah, no, I I, I, I just think, I think it's really, it's really so important, like, because words are so powerful, inward and outward. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, so yeah, yeah, I, yes, I definitely believe in the law of attraction. Ask and you shall receive.
0: Absolutely. Yes, I, I'm right there with you on that. Man. Um, and so as we transition a little bit, we'll go into the speed round. I'll uh, give you a second, you know, we're gonna uh <laughs> adjust for a Just second. Yeah. All right. So, you know, with the speed round, I, I tried to incorporate some of the some of the things that I know about you. I know you like different things. So we'll go ahead and jump in. All right. All so,
1: all
0: right. right. So Cleveland Browns or Chicago Bears?
1: Dog pound, man. Got to go with Browns, man. Cleveland <laughs> Browns, man. Cleveland nice. is freezing. Let's go. All right. Golf or tennis? Um, you know, I'm not really great at either, but you know, Tiger, Tiger <laughs> Woods, y'all. You know. Got to go with golf, I guess, you know, you, a lot of money made on the golf course. Love it. Um, Skittles or Starburst? Man, you got some questions today, man. How you how you pick between skills and Starburst, man? Like, you know, like, you know, I don't know. I, I will say, like, purple Skittles is undefeated, man. I never had, I never had seen somebody with a bag of purple Skittles that wasn't like, hey, let me have some. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, high school, college, 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 Howard, man. Like, you got a bag of them purple Skittles, man. Come on, man. Yes, man. let me get
0: let me get a few uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. erica badu or sade
1: oh erica badu or sade man um both beautiful uh black queens of course um but like hey man like you can't really see it um it's up oh, all access up on this one they said but uh i got like records up on the wall like to my favorite artists and stuff um sade's greatest is up here so um is kind of like that queen that you know put on any time any mood yeah she's great love it um all right so here's the last one equity or invoice equity or invoice man um that's a good question you know that's a good question i've been hearing that kind of go around in circles, social media, a lot and things and stuff. Give me equity, man. Give me what we're building, man. Like Let's go. I, I need, a, I need a real piece of the, of the pie, not like some check that's here today and gone tomorrow.
0: Love it. Love
1: it. All right,
0: and So we're going to go ahead and close out um, Julius, but I know we spoke about financial literacy and the mindset required to be successful. You know, um, if there was one thing that you think people could do actively do in order to quickly execute the next step on their path for financial literacy or generational wealth what would that thing be
1: uh yeah that's a fantastic question um because i'm sure there's a lot of people um are going to be listening to this podcast a lot of people who are asking themselves that question Mm -hmm. and that's 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 a it's that's a big question um because like i said you you, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta know where you're at and um and you gotta like so you gotta ask that question if you want to be better but like there's just two there's two things actually i'm gonna give you two things it's really only one thing but these two things are you know they work in conjunction if you don't do one of them the other one doesn't make any sense um mm-hmm. one is tangible one's intangible that's why it's, it's really just one thing but i'm gonna i'm a break them up and give them their due because they're equally important um, mm-hmm. to answer this question. Uh, the first thing I was going to say is, is, is you must believe. Like, you you have to believe. Like, if, if there's anybody watching this podcast who's on the fence, questioning their situation, can I be better? Can I be more successful? Can I retire one day? Can I become financially literate? you must believe. Like, doesn't matter if you're in your 50s, 60s, if you haven't got a penny in savings, if you're fresh out of high school, you have to first believe that if I start now, I would be better later. You have to believe that what you hope for is always better than what you have. And so, I mean, you got to believe, you got to believe off the rip. And so the next action step, this is the first tangible thing the action step that you need after you have that belief, after you have that conversation with yourself about your own situation, you got to speak with a financial professional. You got to speak with a financial professional, somebody who knows what they're talking about, who can assist you. Um, this is a, this is a, a something that I want to share with you that just really blew my mind. You might have heard this. Um, I've seen it all over the place. But U.S. billionaires got about 1.2 trillion dollars richer during the pandemic. Have you heard that? You heard those numbers? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, I mean it, it kind of changed by the day because you know some of them get a little richer each day. So, <laughs> so I guess that <laughs> that one point two was like yesterday's Google, I guess. But um, the whole point is that like they got one point two trillion dollars richer while the company, like the the stock market was going down and like people were in shambles. Like, how is that even possible? Well, only one percent of the entire nation uses a financial professional. To advise them or help them with their finances and, and and so i mean these people know what to do when to do with their money and and that's simply how you know the rich get richer that's how uh how you invest in yourself um and, and like i said so if there's two things that you have to do like i said you got to first believe then you got to speak with somebody who can help you you got to speak with someone who, who can listen to your needs and help you craft a plan that you can believe in you got to speak with someone who can help you save protect and grow your income
0: love that julius um and before we go i know that there i noticed the logo on that hat what is what's the what's the story around your hat and yeah what
1: what's that about well you can say make sure you get you get the whole shot in and so forth um, nice. uh, t-shirts coming soon as well don't don't sleep on us um this Bye. is this is where we're starting right now um it's called the more life company um and the more life clothing company is is, is actually what the, the hat is by it's a non organization that my team and i have come up with and um uh, the clothing brand is really just a vehicle for us to do more non-profit initiatives um but yeah this 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 is the more life out the box hat this will be uh, on sale uh, next month. The pre-orders will start 2-22. Um, so look out for that. It will be a website. Um, the at, at the More Life Clothing Brand is our social uh, handle right now. You can come check us out right now. We'll have updates and things coming up. But uh, basically, this is, like I said, it's a clothing brand that's really encouraging people to, you know, encouraging people to more life. And most importantly, encouraging people to be their best selves. Like, you know, these are all one-on-one, one-of-one made hats. They're uniquely made, slightly different. Each one is, you know, might have a a, a string or two slightly different. So they're all unique um, to the individual wearing them, just like the individual who's wearing them, who's one-of-one. And so that's really what our message is, is to really kind of instill self-confidence and self-belief in everybody who, everybody. You know, throughout different walks of life. Um, and so this is just a representation of that. The more life out the box hat, as you see, the, our logo, the three lives represents more life. And, and one life out the box is because you, we, we suggest you live at least a little life out the box.
0: I love that, man! you're living life on your terms, and it just seems like you're really grabbing life by the horns and taking every opportunity that you can to make it what you want, so um, that's incredibly encouraging and inspiring, man. Thank you for joining me today. We'll probably have to do a part two at some point, but um, <laughs> until awesome, then. Awesome,
1: I'm here, yeah, man. I'm here, I'm
0: here. Until then, man, thank you for the time on, on today's call, um, but yeah, and I hope you have a good day.
1: Awesome, awesome. I'm gonna. um That's a good call. I'm gonna, one, one second, one second. All right. Ah! Did you make it? <laughs> Switch. Switch. <laughs> Got to edit that one. That's what it's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what it's about, man. Uh, gonna one make in
1: there.
0: <sighs> Let's get a make. <laughs> Oh, there we go, there There we go. go. That's what it's about. More (laughs) life. Julius Thomas Trimble, people. Real big, I know one day I would do it real big.